Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, it's your boy DJ Billy A, and to my left, is my man with the plan who needs no introduction who is posted up in front of his microphone stand why don't you take a moment to tell him who you am my friend what's going on y'all it's your boy savage o'malley aka savvy davis jr aka one of my favorites big skis aka squawkle man aka The hip-hop Mandalorian. Yes. I'm glad you said Squawkle Man because we're going to be dealing with the Justice League today. Uh-huh. So I'm glad that you went Squawkle Man. Was that, was that premeditated? Maybe. Ah, well, it's genius. If it was, or even if it wasn't, it's genius. I'm just glad you did that because that whole nickname came about thanks to the Aquaman movie. Hey, man, I'm glad that you asked me. Yeah. Don't try to sidetrack me with no rhinoplasty. <laughs> I won't. I'll breach in the house and hit you with a flashbang. Uh oh, bars, baby, bars. I just got served. You got served, son. Yeah. I just want to really take care of the person that has rhinoplasty on the bingo card. (laughs) We may pick up a whole new audience, too, of people that have had rhinoplasty that may start listening to the show now. We may have to do hashtag rhinoplasty. Definitely doing hashtag rhinoplasty. (laughs) 1,000%. What I want to know, I'm going to be curious as hell, and you're going to need to let me know when we do a first, our first post promoting these episodes and you hashtag rhinoplasty, you know, on Instagram, when you put the hashtag in the word and it tells you like how many people are hashtagging that, sometimes it's 100, sometimes it's 2.5 million. I am going to want to know the exact number of rhinoplasty. Like, I'm going to tell you right now because I'm going to look it up. All right, you're going to pull gonna it up. up. I'm going to look up hashtag rhinoplasty. You know what I'm Instagram. all, the other thing I'm always amazed by at Instagram is how many people can't spell because I'll go to hashtag something and be like hashtag like Superman and I'll put like you know two two P's and super and there's like 50,000 people following <laughs> the hashtag super man you know would you like to know how many posts have hashtag rhinoplasty I would love to I'm curious as hell yes uh 10,000 1.3 million posts. God damn. Do you know that's... There are a lot of people that... We are about to blow up! <laughs> that tells you that there's a lot of people that have had rhinoplasty or are going to have rhinoplasty or are just interested in rhino... What is rhinoplasty? Like, here's what the, kind of plastic surgery is that? Here's the, here's the thing about rhinoplasty. If you click on the link uh-huh. for hashtag rhinoplasty, this yeah. is what you see. All these females getting some type of face rhinoplasty done okay so it's, and then next week is you're it under s- the eyes it looks like and then there? next week you're gonna see us over there doing a video under hashtag rhinoplasty okay <laughs> so i can't tell if it's the eyes or the lips because all those girls look like they've been punched in the mouth they all look like they've been punched do you in know the what mouth. i'm saying like whenever these women and i don't know who makes the decision to tell these ladies that this looks good but there's this thing going on in, with the collagen in le- injections or the Botox injections in the lips. 
to where all of a sudden you see a girl one day. I'm not going to say any names, but I took my son bowling at the bowling alley, and I will not name names. I could call him out. I'm not going to call him out. And I walked right by this girl, someone that I've known my entire life. We're not like best buddies, but I've grown up and known her my entire life. And I heard Bill. Hey, Bill. And I turned around and looked, and I was like, holy shit, who is, who is that? And it took me a second. I went, oh, hey, I knew who it was, but it looked like literally somebody had punched her in the mouth and her lips were swollen up. Like, and I know when you first have this done, and so I'm guessing because I've seen her posts on Facebook and Instagram, and that's not what she looked like recently. So this is something that's probably still fresh, something that's really new. But I don't know when when someone told women, like, what's gonna make you look younger and sexier is to have really unnaturally fat, puffy lips. Like, but somewhere along the line, women have gotten this idea. And I just wanna go, no! No, it doesn't look natural. It doesn't look normal. It doesn't make you look sexier. If you're born that way, a la Angelina Jolie, like, and I know what a lot of women, when they get their lips done, that's the the model. Like, that's the, like, when they go to doctors, like, I want to look like that. She was born that way. It fits her face. If, if that's not, if, if for 30 years I've known you with normal lips and all of a sudden it looks like a snake bitch on the mouth and you're having an allergic reaction, like, it don't look natural, ladies. You are beautiful just the way you are. Stop it. Just stop that. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So these women having rhinoplasty, quit it. That's all I'm going to say. Just leave it at that. But I literally do. That was last weekend at the bowling alley. Like, <laughs> straight up. I will tell you after the mic who it was. When we're off the mic, I'll tell you. Well, I know who this person you is. You will absolutely know who this person is 100%. Bill? Yes. Rhinoplasty. Okay. What is it? Pronounced. Rhinoplasty. So we're saying it right. That's, That's good right. to know. <laughs> <clears throat> rhinoplasty is surgery that changes the shape of the nose. Okay. The motivation for rhinoplasty may be to change the appearance of the nose, improve breathing, or both. Uh-huh. Deviated septum. The upper portion of the structure of the nose is bone, and the lower portion is cartilage. Okay. So long story short, if you got a big schnoz, you get rhinoplasty. This information was brought to you by the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> www.mayoclinic.org. Hashtag about rhinoplasty. The way you're saying that, I'm waiting for you to say, um, rhinoplasty does have some side effects. You could have severe diarrhea. You could, uh, you know, get a rash, hives. You could die. Do not have rhinoplasty while operating a vehicle or drinking alcohol. Like, you've got that, like, Lunesta. Like, the, <laughs> I, I'm waiting for you to do a commercial with that voice, man. It's the night voice, baby. It's still there. It ain't going nowhere. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's been very well quoted by uh, a, a couple of listeners, right? That they've appreciated your voice. I don't remember any of that. Okay, fine. We'll just leave that be then and we'll move on. Yeah. Did you say side effects of Lunesta? Yeah. <laughs> you know those commercials where it's a, it's, it's a woman in her 40s frolicking through a field and, and her life has been changed because she's taken some over-the-counter drug. But then in the background while she's frolicking or having a picnic or holding hands with her boyfriend by the beach, they're like, it could give you diarrhea. It could give you hides. You could get AIDS. This could cause cancer. You may you may fall asleep behind the wheel and become a nar narcoleptic. Like, it's awful, man. Like, yo, that's horrible. And people are buying this. Like, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Common side effects of Lunesta include daytime drowsiness, dizziness, hangover feeling, problems with memory or concentration, anxiety, <laughs> depression, nervous feeling, headache, nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, constipation, dry mouth, unusual, unpleasant taste in your mouth, or mouth skin rash. Stop using Lunesta and call your doctor at once if you have any serious side effects, aggression, hesitation, changes in behavior, thoughts, or hurting or hallucination. This is not a complete list of side effects. Uh, please contact your doctor. Every time I see those commercials, I'm waiting for the Saturday Night Live logo to come up. Like, this can't be real. And that's literally like, dude, one of them was severe depression. So, okay, I'm sleeping great, but I'm depressed still. Like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah, man, it's insane. And, uh, Did I do good right there? Oh, you're amazing, dude. Like, uh, you're going to start doing commercials for the podcast. Somebody call my... Hey. Side effects of listening to the 209 Till Infinity podcast are daytime drowsiness, dizziness, hangover, feeling problems with memory or concentration. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You'll have a deep desire to want to leave work like, like honestly, like, in your car. Like, honestly, like, the daytime drowsiness, dizziness, hangover. Like, hey, common side effects of eating a big-ass Breda Supreme. Daytime drowsiness, dizziness, hangover, feeling problems with memory or concentration, anxiety, depression, nervous feeling, headache, nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, constipation, dry mouth. <laughs> 
Is that why the episodes take a dip in quality after lunch? Like it's after lunch episodes are like, man, Bill sounds like he's got constipation. Like, and like these are side effects of anything. Right. Anything. Yeah. Hey, common side effects of eating 16 Reese's peanut butter cups, daytime drowsiness, dizziness, hangover, <laughs> feeling problems with memory, concentration, anxiety, depression, nervous feeling, headache, nausea, stomach pain, loss of appetite, constipation, dry mouth. Yeah. You know what that is, man? Is that some lawyer for that company going, this is a CYA. This is a cover your ass. Just basically throw it all out there. And just in case it happens, like if one person's like, Hey man, my mouth's a little dry. I'm suing. Nope. Nope. Look at the commercial. It's right there. My, my favorite one is they'll be like, it'll be like, you know, Zetrecta. Yeah. Right. And it'll yeah. be like, it, it'll be like, uh, Zetrecta. Like Zetrecta. Yeah. Help, you know, reduces anxiety, in increases, uh, da, 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 whatever. Like this is totally great thing. Right. And then right. all of a sudden, like, you know, this guy's like just like sitting in his apartment, like Bucky, all depressed writing in a book <laughs> and then right and then he takes uh, Zenecta and uh then all of a sudden like you know he's driving down the shoreline with his lady and the windows are down and the hair's blowing right, right. and right. then like it's like this super like positive right and it's like side effects You're bleeding while urinating yeah like, what the fuck oh yeah yeah liquid liquid diarrhea like yeah dude it's mm. it's awful man it's like possible dismemberment yeah I, I I, my favorites too are when it's a pill to cure something but the side effect is the exact opposite of what you're trying to cure. Like, okay, so I, I'm having severe diarrhea. Like, so I'm going to take this pill to help with that. But, oh, but may cause diarrhea. May, and you're like, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, how does this work? Like, <laughs> good news is I am in a better mood. The bad news is that I shit 16 <laughs> times yeah, a day. Yeah, I'm not depressed anymore, but I'm shitting my pants constantly, which should depress me. But these pills are just that good. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. Mm. Oh, man. Well, that was a weird tangent. And here we go. <laughs> and we're back. Rhinoplasty. So it's basically nose surgery. All right. Good to yeah. know. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we're definitely going to change it up a bit. And that, my friend, is how you get out of uh, side effects <laughs> of drugs. And, and rhinoplasty. Yeah. It's plastic. It is funny, dude. Is like, this is the thing. This is the beauty of this freaking show, dude. Yeah. It's like, we just kind of went off on a tangent and I'm going to forget about it. Right. Right. And then the episode's going to come out. And then all of a sudden, like, I, I set it up so that it releases early in the morning because I know some guys on some of our listeners, like, Monday morning, like, they're ready for it. Like, it helps them for their drive to work, all Absolutely. that kind of stuff. Right. And then I'll forget about it and then I'll get a message and I'll like wake up or I'll be doing my thing in the morning and I'll just get a message and it'll be like, yo, I was laughing my ass off when you were doing the side effects. And I'll <laughs> be like, good, what? Like, I, like, and I won't even remember. Like, and, and then like, it's the littlest things about the show. Like, did I, I can't remember did I, I, did I talk about playing games with Dubson and he absolutely loved Hello Wolf? Um, if I didn't dub, I don't what's remember. Up, dude? Yeah, I, I forgot about it. Remember, I yeah, said Hello yeah. Wolf that one. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I jumped in the lobby, and he was like, "What's up, Hello Wolf?" And I was like, <laughs> Ah! He's like, I was fucking laughing, dude. And I didn't even forget. I, we say so much shit. We talk a lot of shit. We and really uh, it's yeah, hard you to and I, it. it's hard to remember because you and I talk constantly, like on the mic, off the mic. So there'll be a lot of times, and I'm sure it's come up on this episode. I may have even said it before, where I'm like, Uh, if I said this already, I'm sorry. Like if. if if you took a shot, or if we took a shot, and I know you don't drink, but if we took a yeah, shot yeah, yeah. for every time we said, I'm not sure if I said this in private message or on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the last three years, dude, probably yeah. hundreds of shots. <laughs> it is, it is. We talk, we, we stay in contact, you and I. So we're going to talk about something. Yes, we are. That uh, I didn't, uh, I'll be honest, I didn't know. I figured we'd probably address it. But right. I didn't think that it was going right. to get a full episode. But before we start, do you mind if I say something? No, please. I want to send a big, huge, 209 till infinity, muchas gracias. Many thanks. Many, many thanks. Mucho, mucho, mucho gracias. Many, many, many. To my boy, my friend, my amigo, fan of the show. Uh-huh. Contributor to the show. Correct. Dakotist. Yo. K.O. He came over and he helped me a couple weeks ago put together my glute ham machine. That's right. Um, In the garage. Another piece of the Savage Gym merch coming. Right. Hashtag Savage Gym. Hashtag Rhinoplasty. Um, <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Uh, 
hey, people that worry about their noses probably yeah, also it, try, it, want. And we talked about it. Abs. I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but it was it's a seven hundred dollar machine that I right. bought. It is. Uh, I, I've been watching, trying to find a good price. It just doesn't drop, and especially in these days and ages. No, and day and age of uh, you know, people are ditching the gym left and right, creating home gyms. Right. Work. Uh, he came over and he crack. helped me. It, it cost me a hundred dollars. The shipping was a hundred dollars. Wow. Came UPS. Right. This thing is steel and bolts and nuts and heavy and just a beast of a machine. And uh, I, I, I told Kyle and I thanked him very much several times. And he was like, ah, it's not that big of a deal, right? Like right. he helped me. He helped me put it together. Like he's like, you can follow the directions. You could have done it. And I just, I couldn't have done it without him because it was so big and like hefty and like just beastie. Right. And uh, I just wanted to say thanks, man. Like I, I told him, you know, multiple times. I even took him out to, uh, took him to lunch as a thank you. And burritos. No, we went to oh. this uh, this uh, sandwich place, this barbecue sandwich place in Turlock. Ooh, nice. It was unreal good. But I think in my lunch, I probably consumed about three thousand calories. That's how good it was. Barbecue spots, old man. You want to? It rack was a ridiculous sandwich, and there yeah. was a mac and cheese, and the cheese was Ooh. like when you when you ate the mac, like you literally like put your spoon in, and it was like stringy. There was some oh. cheese. It was bomb. It was really good. Uh, if I could remember the name of it, I would. Damn, dude, I love good mac and cheese. I love a good barbecue spot. I will judge a barbecue spot on their cornbread, their coleslaw, and their macaroni and cheese. I mean, they gotta have good barbecue, that goes without saying. But if I got a good brisket with some barbecue sauce and it's blowing my mind, but the side dishes aren't good, I'm gonna be like, yeah, you know, that was cool, but I'm gonna go somewhere else where I can get the full the full barbecue experience. But there's a place in Placerville called Hog Wild, man. If you're ever up in my neck of the woods, we'll make a run to Placerville, man. They got the cornbread, they got the coleslaw, they got the baked beans, they got the mac and cheese on top of the brisket and the ribs that are to die for dude like so when you find a good good barbecue spot you, you man you post it up because there's a lot of just average like eh, barbecue out there like, so it's it's called carnivores barbecue mm, that sounds good 250 reviews 4.6 stars that's nice rating um so it was pretty good no 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 it was really good yeah uh, not good on my uh, diet. No, it no, it was terrible on my <laughs> diet. Uh, and then I'd never been there, so and I'm the kind of guy that's like, if I've never been a place, let's try a few things. We're gonna put down some extra calories. So absolutely, I had the nasty big old sandwich with mac and cheese as my side. We got garlic fries on the side. Right. Soda, you know. Right. Right. And then I spent like the next three days trying to burn that off. Absolutely. And I felt like I was 10,000 pounds after eating it. Like one of those kind of heavy meals. You know? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbecue is one of those ones that sticks with you. Like you you feel it. If you really go hard on the barbecue, man. Like right. You'll, you'll be going to bed going, God damn, I'm going to go to sleep with this just massive knot of barbecue in my stomach. Like I'm going to have nightmares tonight about the pigs that were slaughtered. So anyway, <laughs> thank you very much, Nicoldis. I appreciate it. Yeah. I know I don't need to thank you again, but I want to. It was a big deal to me. Absolutely. Uh, I appreciate it. Now, without further ado. Doing big things. We're going to do big things, man. Yes, we are. Let's talk. ZSJL, if you will. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, sir. Oh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes. Oh. What were you thinking? ZSJL was. Oh, I was uh, thinking it was Zevia Soda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, with uh, Juicy Lemon. <laughs> okay, nice. That sounds good, too. I could go for a Zevia. Yeah. I want to say that you are dressed for this occasion, my friend. You can't see my man Savage, but he is rocking a fly ass Batman T-shirt right now. That is, it's a, that's a dope shirt, man. I like it. Common side effects of wearing a Batman shirt can include. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I was looking for something to wear this morning, and I was like, oh, this is appropriate. Yes. Uh, before I get super sidetracked, yeah. Part of the problem with losing weight—it's uh -huh. not a problem, but it's a little bit of a problem—is uh, that your old clothes don't fit, which yeah. is a great problem to have. Right. But sometimes you like stuff. Right. Like this shirt is one of them. And it yeah. doesn't fit right now because it's too big. Correct. Which is a good problem to have. Yes. But also, I want to wear my Batman shirt. Right. Yeah. I want to wear my Batman shirt. So <laughs> yeah. if it doesn't fit right and it's a little loose and it's like hanging down, like it is what it is. So I wear it around the house. Fuck it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's a dope shirt. I'm like, not going to the club. Well, yeah. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Hey, let me tell you, gaining weight. Same problem. None of my old clothes fit. And it sucks. And it's a different reason. I, I, you're, well, 
definitely having a better problem. I'm well, having the reverse to that I would rather be wearing my Batman shirt and it's too big and it doesn't fit right. Yes. Than trying to go full offensive lineman into... <laughs> like a, it's looking like a baby doll Into teeth. a medium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Zack Snyder's Justice League, not Xevious Soda with Juicy Lemons. Mm-mm. Although I could have had a Xevious Soda with Juicy Lemons while watching yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Because it was... Watched on HBO Max from the comfort of my own home. Yes. Thank you, AT&T Wireless. Absolutely. No, yeah. It's I'm how sure I... you appreciate my $200 that I pay for my cell phone. <laughs> they, they do. They do. So I think what's going to be interesting about this interview is uh, you didn't see the original, correct? You didn't watch the... Th- well, I shouldn't say... This Zack Snyder version is actually the original. You didn't see the theatrical cut. Correct. Okay. So you don't really know then what the difference was other than this is a lot longer, right? I do know some of the differences um, because one of the things that happened is, as you well know, we talked to several people. Right. And we have lots of friends and fans of the show and things like that. So I was talking to uh, one of our big uh, movie heads. Yes. Oh, you nasty. And uh, he was kind of giving me a little bit of background after I watched it and after he watched it of like the differences between the theatrical and the Zack Snyder. There's a lot. Yeah. And so um, I could tell you this. Well, let me ask you this. I've got I've got some takes from multiple people. Do you Uh want to hear those first? Do you want to hear those after we talk about it? How do you want to go? I'm going to say, hey. CYA, bro, not California Youth Authority. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Why don't we give them a little background? Because I think the story of the Zack Snyder cut is as as amazing or maybe even more amazing than the actual movie itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Snyder was kind of the Kevin Feige of the DCEU at one point. He had a vision that started with the Man of Steel, rolled into Batman v Superman, and was supposed to carry into Justice League and continue on for multiple movies. He was... He was creating the DC Comics universe the way that Marvel was creating their 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 shared universe. Um, and what happened was is he's about eighty to ninety percent through his cut of the Justice League, and unfortunately, his daughter Autumn. I don't know if you caught at the end. It said this movie was for Autumn. Uh, his daughter Autumn committed suicide, unfortunately. So of course, uh, he's a family man. He dropped everything to go be with his wife and his family and to take care of funeral arrangements and you know you can't work during something right so he's done he's like i'm sorry i've got to go this movie's almost done just wrap it up I, i can't be here right now so he leaves the heads of warner brothers then watch what he's got and you know after batman v superman and man of steel the big criticism was too dark too dark too dark too dark even though dc's always been dark the Arguably one of the greatest DC movies of all time is The Dark Knight. Very dark film. Like that whole Brat Batman trilogy is incredibly dark. Uh, but too dark, not enough humor. Uh, Marvel's killing it. So what does DC do? They hire Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon, who has directed The Avengers and The Avengers Age of Ultron, and they bring him in to basically take this movie and marvel it up. He chops the shit out of it. Uh, brightens everything up, changes the special effects, really alters the story in a way that that changes the whole direction of the story and the feel of the movie. Uh, it drops. Nobody likes it. It's panned. I don't even think it made its money back. Where Batman v Superman, as much as people hated it, the critics dogged it, it made money still. Man of Steel made money. Justice League, the theatrical cut, lost money. So then this starts a movement from the Zack Snyder fans, this... Uh, release the Snyder Cut, becomes a hashtag. And then all of a sudden there's petitions and it gets millions and millions of signatures, millions and millions and millions of hashtags to where it gets enough notification. The people came together, championed for this so hard that HBO Max was like, cool, bring Zach in, let's finish his work. Let's not only finish his work, we're gonna throw 50 to 70 million more dollars at you to reshoot some stuff and add on to it and make it even longer. It's a four hour movie. So it's unheard of. They bring back all the actors, Gal Gadot, uh, you know, Ben Affleck. They all come back, reshoot scenes. He finishes the scenes and then releases the vision that he had always intended to release. And I just thought that was an incredible story because, you know, the people wanted something bad enough and they were loud enough and voiced their opinion enough to get it. 
which I just think I think that's incredible. I don't know if I've ever heard of how many times have people hated a movie and been like, that sucked. They should have done it like this. We don't get another. They don't remake the movie like it never happens. So this is just uncharted ground for Hollywood, I think, and puts DC in a really weird place because now the new hashtag is restore the Snyderverse. Like we don't want we don't want a DCEU that's built off that theatrical version. We want this back now because the fans are most people are in unanimous. This movie ain't per the Snyder cut's not perfect, but it's better. Uh, and but D Warner Brothers is sticking to their ground saying, nah, nah, that Justice League theatrical cut is canon and that's where we're going. So now I'm like, all right, but if if this makes enough noise on HBO Max and gets enough watches and we get enough hashtags and petitions signed. What's next? You know, can can the people change the fate again? So, yeah, why don't we hear that? That's just I love that story. I love how it came to be. Why don't we get some of the people's takes and then you and I can talk? Well, that sounds like a great plan. I think so, man. I think so. I just I, that's just a crazy story. I'm so glad that, you know, after something terrible like that happened and your daughter committing suicide, and you having to leave. That was his baby. That would be like you and I getting really sick and somebody else and coming in and finishing an episode of our podcast and then everybody go what the fuck that was the worst shit ever bring savage back you know <laughs> like there'd be a hashtag moment like where we got to come back and fix it with well, the hashtag savage cut yeah <laughs> we released the savage cut like who the hell is this guy you know like it, it would be crazy to have somebody take your vision and completely just fuck it up like change it in a way that you're like that's not what i meant that's not what i wanted that's not how i perceive this and so to get back to go to be able to go back and and make it his way that's pretty cool man that's a cool story all right so let me start uh with our good buddy mr oh you nasty okay he said uh, the movie was very well done. Uh, this should have been the original release. Uh, character introduction was very good. Yep. Uh, being a uh, being a fan of the Flash, it was nice for his character to get a lot more screen time. It yeah. Action packed. Uh, definitely could have been broken down into a series, which I think it was supposed to be originally. But as for as good as it was, it was a little too late. Uh, DC franchise cannot be saved saved by them going back and releasing different versions of previously released movies. Right. So that was from uh, Oh, you nasty. Yeah, I agree with him 100%. The character development was great. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me give you um, let me give you a take from a oh what in the world I'm getting, I'm getting some <laughs> oh guess what we got we got old uh, a sidetracked uh oh you got some motion in front of the house uh oh just the neighbor kids okay your car's fine okay cool they're, doing, they're doing ollies off it though okay that's fine yeah skater die man yeah. skater die um so uh from a listener and this listener we're gonna call her uh nipsey truffle <laughs> okay nipsey truffle i like yeah, it. nipsey truffle she shower remain anonymous yeah uh she is the motivation or the main motivation for an upcoming episode where she uh asked and said, I want to know your guys' top 10 movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she also gave me her top 10 movies. Nice. So, uh, I mean, that. hey, if you're going to request something. Yes. But you bring it to, that's respect. That's what's up. Go big or go home, baby. Yeah. So yeah. Nip Nipsey Truffle said uh, regarding uh, Zevia Soda Juicy Lemons. <laughs> I loved it. For the length of the movie, I didn't get bored once. It was very well done. I was able to be distracted by the movie enough to not give a shit that Ben Affleck was Batman, and that's huge to me. The only thing I disliked was the Joker at the end. Makeup change doesn't change to make the same actor a better character. Looking forward, and then she was like, I'm looking forward to hearing your guys' movie list. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. But yeah. That, but that was her take on uh, on that. And, oh, yeah. and uh, I agree with her on a lot of that. And, and, yeah. and, and let me see. Uh, and then we got one more take from uh, my boy, Royd Rage. Royd Rage. That's right. Uh, he said, I'll try to keep it short. I really enjoyed Man of Steel, but Batman versus Superman wasn't my favorite. I love certain parts, but it was definitely flawed. I couldn't stand what Whedon's Justice League. I watched it once in the theater, and that was all I could take. Like Batman versus Superman, it had a moment, but you discover all of the scenes were Snyder's. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League felt like a direct sequel to BVS, and it actually made me appreciate it more. Cyborg and his story arc were fantastic. The Flash was a whole lot more likable. Yes. Even Steppenwolf had a better story arc. Yes. The scenes with Dark 
dark, the dark side were some of my favorites. I originally thought the nightmare scene was kind of cool, but pointless in BVS. But I really hope they continue these films and see how they get there and how it concludes. Yes. Asterisk. Still not a Jared Leto fan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it's it's uh, interesting. Um, I didn't watch the uh, Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad. We're getting a sequel. So I don't know. Uh, this is the first time I've seen Jared Leto as the Joker. So I don't know what he did to make people hate him so much in that first movie. Right. So let me just say this real quick. Uh, shout out. Thank you so much, Roy Rage. Thank you, uh, Nipsey Truffle. And thank you, Are You Nasty, for yeah. your input and your feedback. Yeah, I agree with a lot so of that. I agree. There's a lot of good points in there and a lot of stuff that I absolutely 100% agree with. Uh, the Jared Leto stuff, I didn't have a problem with Leto. I liked his kind of... <laughs> I like his weird laugh that he was doing because that's the thing every every Joker they got to put their twist on the laugh like that's the big part of it like every guy that's played the Joker the laugh's been a little different there's only so much you can do with a laugh and they got to tweak it but that was like just a tag scene at the end but he's absolutely right about the uh, the nightmare scene in Batman v Superman didn't make any sense but I have gone back and rewatched it on YouTube there is a scene in, I think it's right out the beginning in Batman v Superman where he's in this dystopian world and it's Batman and a bunch of soldiers and Batman's in a, like a, a trench coat and he meets these guys and he goes, do you got the rock? And they go, yeah, it's in here. And they go inside a trailer of a, a diesel bed trailer and he opens up the box and it's empty. It says kryptonite, but it's empty and it's just a, it's just an empty box. And he turns around and looks at the guy and the guy goes, sorry, and pulls a gun out. And then all of a sudden, Batman's boys pull guns out and start shooting. And he goes, no! And then they start fighting. And next thing Batman knows, there's parademons coming in and carrying his people away. And he's captured. And he's hanging up. He's hanging up in, in like this long corridor. And Superman comes in and all these soldiers kneel. And Superman uh, rips his mask off to reveal Bruce Wayne. And then puts his hand into his chest. And then Batman wakes up. Like he wakes up from a nightmare, like, and I didn't get that. And all of a sudden after he wakes up, here comes Flash, like coming in from another dimension. Like, Bruce, Bruce, it's Lois. Lois is the key. Lois Lane is the key. Am I too early? Am I too early? Oh, I think I'm too early. Look, Bruce, let me tell you, you were right. You were right about him. You were right. And then he disappears. And I was just like, what the, f what does that mean? Well, that alludes now where we learn in this tag scene at the end of uh, at the end of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League that there's an alternate version of this universe where Lois is killed. Lois is the pivotal character that keeps Superman. See, she somehow has been killed and Superman has now gone off the rails and he's evil and these group of madcap heroes and villains together are trying to trying to just get through and, and change things. So uh, obviously it's an alternate universe where and I think that's leading to Darkseid's going to come back. They they allude to that, that Darkseid is going to come back and he's going to do things the old-fashioned way, he says. And I think he's going to try to change the tone and create this, this alternate reality. And I think that's where Snyder was going. And shit, I'd have been on board for that. They look kind of cool, man. Different. So let me just give you a little bit of background um, or my, my kind of take on this is... Um, I was not interested in watching it. I know. I was like, this is going to be a tough one for Savage. I know it is. Outside of doing research for Correct. the show. Right, right, right. There's been plenty of things where I will, you know, I'll eat the Brussels sprouts just because we're going to talk about Brussels sprouts. Right, right. Side note, I hate Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Take your medicine, boy. Side effects of Brussels sprouts are. <laughs> uh, so, uh. But I had heard, you know, some rumblings and, and things and, and it came out whenever it came out and I didn't get anything spoiled, but I heard several people like just speaking its praise. Right. I'm like, okay. And I was like, man. And on top of that, we, we learned immediately that it was four hours and I was like, oh my gosh. I know. I know. I go. I know here, Savage ain't looking here, forward here to this. Go. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, and we've talked about this. Um, I like Wonder Woman. Yes. I'm a fan of Aquaman. Yes. Um, I'm not a big Ben Affleck fan as far as Batman is concerned. Right. Um, I didn't really like Man of Steel. Um, right. It was okay. Right. Um, so, uh, I don't have a problem with Henry Cavill, but Superman to me has always been one of those 
he's just not my favorite superhero. Right, correct. Not a guy. Um, so um, that's kind of my background of this. And and, and I'd watched uh, Batman versus Superman. I didn't really like it. I thought it was kind of whack, to be honest. It was um, slow. And uh, and then uh, we talked about the DC stuff prior to Wonder Woman. Like correct, was not that great. Right, and Wonder Woman. Was real Wonder Woman one was really really good. Yes, like really good. Yeah, that told her backstory. Yeah, gave you and her then, origin story. And then and then Aquaman, I thought was great. We really enjoyed it. I thought it was yeah. Good. So that's a fun movie. Fun movie. Like it's not groundbreaking. It's not like no blow you away. You know, Captain America Winter Soldier. It's not. I, I, no. Yeah. Absolutely. It was. It was fun. It was but, bright, colorful, and fun. It was a good yeah. watch. It was inter- yeah. to quote you. It, I was entertained. I was. Are you not entertained? Right. That's a savage quote, man. Yeah. I, I always know when Savage doesn't want to say something bad about something, but maybe he wasn't a hundred percent feeling it. He'll say, Yeah, you know, I was entertained. Like if if you like that's either the that or I'm glad you're enjoying it. I'm, hey man, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are the two that I know. Okay, Savage isn't not hundred percent hey, feeling this. If I tell you, man, if I don't say I'm glad you are enjoying it, and I tell you, man, that was fucking terrible, that's how bad I feel about right, it. Right, absolutely. Like, if I'm yeah. like, hey, man, yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm like, Bill, that was fucking awful. I want my fucking time back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really bad. I know, that's really the next bad. level. But <laughs> I, I always kind of know, okay, either Savage hasn't checked it out yet, or he's just not feeling it 100%, but he knows I am. So those are the two kind of patented where I know, okay, I, and I, I try to do my best to be like yesterday. I think it was yesterday or, or a couple of days ago. You hit me up and you were like, uh, "I'm really digging this Vinny Paz." Yes. And I was like, "Oh, I haven't checked that out, but the new Locksmith song is cool." Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I like that one too. So like, I try to be like, "Haven't checked it yet." Yeah. But I do like this part. Yeah. 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 Glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So so. Uh, I, I I'll be honest, man. I was I was really hesitant. Yes. Going into it, right? All of those factors, you know. And it was absolutely fucking great. Yeah, I li- I liked it a lot. For me to go from I'm not really looking forward to this four hours. Are you kidding me? Yeah. To it was fucking great. Just right. tells you how good it was, man. Yeah. Who said was it? Tru- was it Truffle Shuffle? What's the nickname? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't remember that. Nipsey Truffle. Nipsey Truffle said four hours and she was never bored that was my biggest fear i was like god damn four hours that's a i watched it in two sittings only because i'm old and i started it late and i gotta go to bed but i was i absolutely agree with her i wasn't bored i was never a la um was it uh when we talk about uh, endgame i never was like whoa three and a half hours holy crap i was never like oh my god four is this over yet i wasn't looking at my watch i wasn't checking out on my phone I was invested in this movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'll say this. So, and this is surprising to me. Yeah. And uh, if I'm ever wrong, I'm, I'll am i tell you. Look, my bad. I'm right. a, I was wrong. Um, in this movie, yeah. Ben Affleck was better. Yep. Yep. I agree. Um, part of that was the story. Part of that is the writing, that kind of stuff. Um, but... Um, I thought the cyborg story was great. Oh, that and that's the I, they chopped that so bad in the original movie. You didn't get any of that stuff with his father or any of the backstory on what his powers can do. They were basically like, "Here's cyborg, and he talks to computers." That's it. Like they cut his whole his arc. That whole thing at the end with his dad giving the message on the tape recorder, and you hearing him talk, and them showing scenes while that was happening. None of that's in the original, and that's amazing so i thought i thought the cyborg story was great yes um i thought that you take the entire four hours right yeah hands down for me for savage my favorite part was the flash yeah he's the comedy he's that little bit of relief from the dark he he reminds me so much of tom holland Peter Parker. Correct. Spider-Man. A kid who's got powers who don't really know what he's doing just yet. He's still awkward. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of that like, Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using fake names? Cool. Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Peter. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using fake names? All right. Yeah. I'm Spider-Man. Yes, that moment um, when they see the bat signal 
And he goes, oh, and he's, but he's not dressed like Batman. He goes, oh, that's your sign. You're Batman. I mean, oh, sorry. And he like covers his mouth like he wasn't supposed to say that like out loud. And, like, then, he, and then he turns around and he's like, he says something to Commissioner Gordon. And he turns around the gun. And he's like, oh, they really do do that. Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was kind of rude, wasn't it? Yeah. They just all bolt. Yeah. He's, um. That's the beauty of his role is that it is a very dark film with a lot of dark undertones. Um, and he is that levity. But in the original version, they gave everybody jokes. Like they tried to rewrite it. Like, you know, I like that they kept the Ben Affleck line about, well, what's your power? And he says, I'm rich. You know, that little stuff like that. But they had this like uh, a joke in there at one moment. Aquaman just all of a sudden starts talking about how hot he thinks Wonder Woman and, and how gorgeous she is. And he's like, whoa, he just can't control himself. And then the camera pans down and they realize he's sitting on the lasso of truth. And he's like, oh, and he pulls it out and hands it to her. And it's a very awkward moment. It's not funny. It doesn't work. And they tried to do that several times throughout the movie where they like forced in jokes. They cram jokes in. And like, it's perfect with him being that levity. Like the young kid would be the goofy one who would say shit like that while Batman and Wonder Woman were serious, you know, like. I, I it just like, I, I think that they, they, they captured their characters perfectly. Yep. Snyder did. Like, I love Aquaman's character. He's a badass in this movie. Like, yeah. Like you don't see a lot of his like the Aquaman stuff. Oh, that was a question. So is this on the timeline before the Aquaman movie? Before the Aquaman. That's why at the end, he's like, I got to go see my father. And he tells Mira and uh, I don't know the other guy's name. Uh, yep. I got to go visit my father. And then the Aquaman movie opens with him and his dad getting drunk. And he's got to carry his dad up the steps into the house. Like, yeah, it's, it's pre that. And Snyder's cut was supposed to carry into that and create this whole big universe and but they've changed okay. things. I, I yeah. figured because yeah. uh oh man I'm blanking out his name, but the uh the guy that teaches Aquaman. Right, correct. That's whose name I can't remember. It's Mira and I don't remember his name. Yeah. The guy that played the Green Goblin in the Toby Maguire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's super famous. Cannot yeah. remember super, his name. He's, he's super okay. Yeah. He's been around for years as an actor, too, and it's killing me that I can't remember his name. But yes, that is pre-Aquaman. I love the fact there's a whole sequence where Batman... What about Wonder Woman? Is this pre-Wonder Woman 1? No, because Wonder Woman 1 took took place back in World War One. So I believe it was... I think if you go in the movie order, it was Man of Steel, Batman v Superman... Then we got Wonder Woman, and then we got Justice League. If I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to be. I think that's I mean, time, on the timeline. On the timeline, yeah. Wonder Woman's way back. That's her origin story, like how she came to be, and it was World War One. So that happened way before any of this stuff. But I think in the way they released the movies, I think because they introduced Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman, she came, she showed up to help Batman fight and fight off the whatever the big bad guy was at the end of Doomsday, at the end of Batman v Superman, but. I want to say in the in the way they released the movies, I think Wonder Woman was before Justice League because they wanted us to know that when, what Wonder Woman was capable of and then she really did her thing in Justice League. But yeah, dude, I thought uh, I thought Aquaman's introduction when, when Batman goes to find him in the theatrical cut, when he says he's looking for him and, and uh, Aquaman grabs Batman and shoves him up against the wall and they have that real tense exchange where he's talking about he wants to... He's got an offer for him, and he says he got he has money. He brought money, and the little kid comes and snags the money from his hand and runs off with it. None of that's in the original cut. He slams him against the wall and looks into his eyes, and then Bruce Wayne goes, so you talk to fish, and then they flash, and they're outside talking. Like, that's it. Like, that's all we get. Like, horrible, horribly written, terrible joke. Like, I love this. I love how they introduce him, how he saves the guy and brings him in and goes, yeah, that bottle's on this dude. Like, it... I love the fact that he actually wears shirts. There was a lot of people on the internet. That was the big rage. Like, why does Aquaman wear shirts? Because I don't know if you notice, he he uh, he comes out of the bar with a shirt on and then immediately rips it off and just throws it into away and then hops in the water and swims off. I'm like, dude, why? They all know you're Aquaman. Why are you wearing a shirt, man? Like, right. it's not necessary. Like, <laughs> it's just because he's so buff and it looks amazing when he takes a shirt off in slow motion and throws it down and jumps in the water <laughs> this despite and then the girl sniffs it like after he d swims off <laughs> despite cinematic uh 
cinematic uh, norms. Yeah. You still got to take care of the ladies. Yes, absolutely. That was what that was all about. Like him pulling the shirt off and shaking his long ass hair in slow motion, throwing it down. And I'm just cracking up because he will get out of the water and walk into at one point, walks into a place. He gets out of the water and all of a sudden he has a shirt on when he's inside. And I'm like, why? And then he leaves and whoop, off it comes and back in the water he goes. I'm like, does he really need to take it off for one thing? <laughs> well, yes, because it's for the ladies and he spent a lot of time in the gym. So he's like, fuck yeah, I'm taking my shirt off. I worked hard for this shit. Probably has it written in his contract. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet they you at least got to have two shirt removals in every movie. Yeah. Uh, I need uh, I need to be greased down. Yeah. <laughs> every uh, before every scene. Yes. Yeah, dude. But no, I thought he was great. Um, I love their take that he's more of a Conan the Barbarian kind of a guy than a blonde-haired surfer. Like, I think that is a way better version of... And you're absolutely right. This is this is how Batman was intended to be. And Ben Affleck was served much better in this version than he was in the theatrical cut. Like, they cut his whole storyline and his arc. Uh, and they did that with so many characters because what happened with DC is they kind of rushed their Avengers. Like the Avengers, I don't even remember how many movies there were before we got the Avengers. I know you had two Iron Man movies, you had a Captain America movie, you had a Hulk movie, you had a Thor movie, all before the Avengers. So you had five movies, you had a lot of buildup and all these movies tied in and introduced different characters. Well, you got, all you got before the Avengers, uh, before Justice League was Batman v Superman and Man of Steel that really kind of told the story. So this Zack Snyder's version of Justice League had a lot of backstory, had a lot of work to do. We needed to learn who Cyborg was. We needed to learn who the Flash was. We needed to learn who Aquaman was. And uh, they, when you chop that movie down to two hours and then add a bunch of humor and change the special effects and try to lighten it up, they just ended up ruining the movie. This is how this movie was intended to be. And like I said, I don't think it's perfect, but it's a much more enjoyable, much better version I thoroughly enjoyed it. I had a great time with it. A great time. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I Like I said, I was not <clears throat> necessarily looking forward to this. And it would definitely be ranked under a pleasant surprise for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it to the fact that I'm probably going to watch it again. Oh, it's definitely rewatchable. Um, for sure. Especially before it leaves HBO Max. Right. I yeah. That's coming up soon here yeah i don't know if this one does this one fall under the 30 days or is this one that's gonna because it's not a theatrical release i don't know it's strictly for hbo max that's so something I, i'd like to know yeah that's a good question i'm not 100 percent sure on that either but yeah i'll i would definitely watch this one again i i loved uh the character development i, I like cyborg i hope we get a cyborg movie i would absolutely love a cyborg movie i think that would be amazing <clears throat> i think the problem here is that i just like you kind of addressed and kind of how Roy Rage talked about like right what's the answer going to be is it is it is it we're going to find a way to restore the Snyderverse or is oh you nasty right too little too late yeah you know what i mean cuz i'll tell you right now i'll tell you right now i'm going to put that george zimmer <laughs> men's warehouse i guarantee it on it i like it i'm going to tell you right now if they don't do something this shit's going to fail because you show DC people and the world what could be. Right. And what is. Right. They're not happy with Shitty Justice League. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 was awful. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, I'm glad I watched it because I, I, one time. Yeah, one like time. Like we talked about, we're yeah, not going back. Never watched it again. Never went back to the original Justice League either. I saw it in the theater, didn't hate it, but never went back. There's no re like. Oh, you nasty was like, you should go back, watch the other one. I was like, why would I? Yeah, yeah. No reason to. Yeah, Terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything, everything I heard about it prior to... The reason I didn't watch it is because it came out and the world turned on it fast. They shit on it big time. And I was like, yeah. well, I'm not going to go watch it. The that. world took a massive shit on that movie. I think I was one of the few people that came out of the theater and I gave it the savage. I was entertained. You know, I was just like... Um, there are actually... I'd like to say there are actually... Um, uh, there is actually a couple of moments in in the original version that I kind of liked that they that they took out. There was a couple of small things in Joss Whedon's version. One of them was, do you remember when they bring Superman back to life? And it just kind of happens that Lois Lane happens to be making her kind of walk that she makes. She goes to the memorial and kind of mourns Superman and brings the cop his coffee every day and then she's leaving. 
and they bring Superman back to life and she hears the explosion and turns around and looks and sees him and goes back to see what's going on and that's what kind of calms Superman down and kind of saves the day from Superman's whooping everybody in the Justice League's ass. That's an amazing scene. Right. In the, the Whedon version, uh, that's Batman's idea. They're like, well, what happens if Superman goes off the rail? We're not going to be able to control him. What do we do? And he goes, don't worry. I got a, I got a, I got kind of a secret weapon. I got something ready for that. And you assume he's talking about kryptonite because in Batman v Superman, he used kryptonite to fuck Superman up. Um, but no, that's not the case. Superman is whooping their asses. And all of a sudden here comes Alfred and he lets Lois out of the car. And, uh, then Superman calms down and stops. He's just about to kill Batman, uh, you know. And I liked that. I liked that because Bruce Wayne's super intelligent, and that's something he would have thought of. He knew Lois. He knew he knew about that. So that's actually one scene I got to give Joss Whedon credit for. Like, I thought that was kind of dope, and I thought that was a genius idea. There isn't a lot in his version that I thought was smart, but I do I do like that kind of little twist there. That it just wasn't that she just happened to be in the neighborhood. You know, that it was actually meant for her to be there thanks to Batman. It was his idea. I kind of dug that, man. I, I kind of like that idea. that Because Batman's super smart. Like, he's he doesn't have powers. He's just really intelligent and rich. Really smart and rich. Yeah, that's right. It's so, not a terrible combo. No, I'll take it. Take it. And he looks like Ben Affleck. So it, he's got a lot going for him. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this, man. I, I Like we said, it was, it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um... To the point where it's rewatchable. Absolutely. I'm going to watch it again, I'm just gonna, like I'm, you. I'm certainly going to do that. Um, I definitely will probably watch it in a couple of pieces. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's tough. Unless you got nothing to do during the middle of the day at some point, you got four hours to kill. It's a long, it's a long watch, yeah. Even if I have four hours to kill, I can't. Like, I, I That's a long time. I got to sit, you know what I mean? Hey, but there is a world, um, You were, to go back to what you were talking about, about if they don't restore this, they don't restore the Snyderverse, there's going to be a lot of people pissed and they'll fail. There is a world where we could continue the Snyderverse on HBO Max, just streaming, and they can proceed with whatever theatrical stuff, because what Warner Brothers is saying is that that Justice League is canon, and everything has to come from that, like the theatrical world has to stream. Well, if that's what they want to do, if they want to throw their dollars at that and continue, and you're probably right, it probably will fail if they want to go down that path, but after Wonder Woman 1984, if that's the way they're going, it's not looking good, uh, but... There is a world where this this universe could live on HBO Max. We're in the streaming era now. Nothing has to go. What we've learned in quarantine is it don't have to go to theaters anymore. I miss theaters. I can't wait to see something on the big screen again. But it, you don't have to. There is a world where because the thing that bums me out the most is we were at the end of that. There's the tag scene at the end where um, Deathstroke comes to visit Lex Luthor on the boat. Lex, right. Lex Luthor escapes from... Uh, Arkham Asylum, they, they they go in the cell and he's not there and you see him on a boat and he's sipping champagne and in comes Deathstroke and he tells, Deathstroke says he's willing to pro bono take out Batman. He just needs some help. And uh, Lex Luthor says, all right, I'll help you out. Batman, is, Bruce Wayne is Batman. And then they drink champagne and toast. Well, the Ben Affleck Batman movie was supposed to be Batman versus Deathstroke. That was going to be the movie. And I'm sorry that we didn't get that because I like that actor that plays Deathstroke. I can't remember his name. Uh, from what everybody says in the DCEU, that in the comics, Deathstroke's a killer villain. So there is a world, like we live in a world right now where we could get the Ben Affleck versus Deathstroke Batman movie in on HBO Max. And we could get Justice League 2, the Snyder version, on HBO Max. And they could make their... You know, what's the young kid's name that's making Batman right now? Mm -hmm. um, Patrick, is Pat Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. Robert. We can get our Robert Young. We can get the young, because it's perfect, because Robert Pattinson's playing a young pre-Batman, like, while he's still learning the ropes. So we get our young Batman in the theater. We get our old, grizzled, like, coming to the end of his career Batman on HBO Max. I think that would be dope. Let's do it hand in hand. Let's make this work. Marvel's doing it. Marvel's got their TV and their movies all coinciding. I, I don't see why now, hey, I'm paying for it. Make it happen. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm giving you 15 a month for HBO Max. I think if enough people do that, we could pay Ben Affleck and Zack Snyder to jump back on board. I don't think that would be an issue. I'm sure that somebody yeah. would like to get paid. 
if there's enough outrage, like you said, from the fans, it's going to fail. Like they're already uh, saying that the DCEU fans are giving shit reviews to Kong versus Godzilla on purpose because they're pissed at Warner Brothers for saying they're not going to continue the Snyderverse. They are so adamant and so pissed that they are purposely going online and writing horrific reviews to try to bomb Godzilla versus Kong. They're doing it on purpose because they're just angry. And if you have that many fans this angry, superhero fans, dude, Star Wars fans and superhero fans are like, they're the craziest, most adamant fans in the world. They'll make or break your film. Like, you know, you got to listen to them or I think they're going to be sorry if they don't. <clears throat> well, I can tell you this. Um, I was trying to look up the, uh, the ratings. Right. And with the streaming stuff, plus uh, the with the streaming stuff, it's hard to yeah. track. It's, I don't know how you track a monetary value. We, we talked about that about uh, another movie that streamed. How did it do money-wise? I don't know. Because so, the studio's got to pay for the movie, right? So I, they have like TV data, which is like basically like... So according to Samba TV data, uh, 1.8 million U.S. households watched at least five minutes of Zack Snyder's Justice League over the opening weekend. Okay. So a 1.8 million. Okay. Oh, this is the first, you know, first three days. Right, yeah. In comparison, Soul got 2.4 million. Okay. Wonder Woman, 2.2 million. Right. But then it, then it goes on to say, but you also have to put into perspective other things. Wonder Woman was released on Christmas break. Right. Over, yeah. Over Christmas. Absolutely. On Christmas day. Right. So people are sitting at home. You know what I mean? Not that, you know what I mean? Not just a normal weekend. Right. You yeah. know? Um, so. The, Big factor too is uh, the Snyder, uh, very rare for a superhero movie. The Snyder cut of the Justice League is rated R. There are some like people being beheaded and blood and, uh, both Batman and Cyborg dropped the big F, the unheard of F-bomb. Like, you ain't hearing Captain America. When Captain America says shit, they're like, whoa, Cap. Like, Batman was like, I'll fuck you up to the Joker. Or I'm going to fucking kill you or something to that nature. Right. And, and Cyborg's like, I fuck the world. I don't care. Like, and he walks away. Like, so you got to factor that in with an R rating. You're not getting, like... The, I like Spider-Man, mommy. Well, you ain't watching this one. You can't watch right. Superman right now. So, Superman's naughty. So the top four uh, opening weekends um, in in rankings are WandaVision, uh -huh. season one, episode one. Yes. First, number two is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Number three is Wonder Woman, 1984. Number four is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Interesting. One, one. Okay. So, okay. But those are all different rating systems, different things. It's hard to... It's like, hard It's they, hard to gauge, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing is that is if it's, if it's hard to gauge... Phil, you can't be smashing stuff around with your, fan, with your fancy new mic. Bro. Believe it or not, that was just a little thing of Burt's Bees. But uh, with this new microphone, man, it sounded like there was an avalanche in here. <laughs> I, we're get, I thought we were getting charged by a bunch of rhino yeah. plasties. Yeah. <laughs> boom. Yes. Uh, so anyway, but like you said, like if there's enough money, there's enough whatever, like maybe the Snyderverse continues. I don't know how they figure that out. They, they the people that know, people they, that know. Yeah, know. They, they, they sunk, they found it worthy enough to sink. I, I want to say I heard between 50 and 70 million to add extra to this movie. Um, so I can only imagine if there was that, if they were willing to sink that kind of cash into it, they had to know they were going to be getting something on the back end that it was worth their time. Nobody sinks 50 to 70 million into something. They're like, eh, I don't know. It might. It's a gamble. Eh, let's just see what happens. Let's roll the dice with this 50 mil. That's not usually how it works. Right. But I mean, yeah, it's a tough call with the streaming. You just don't know where they're going with that. But I mean, I we, we're in a world where it could happen. They, we, we could have two two dc universes going on at the same time because hbo max is where all dc's got their deal with them like warner brothers and dc that's where all the dc stuff goes so there's no reason why they can't do both if it was worth their time if they if it was successful enough and if you're gonna watch justice league again he re-released a new version of it on hbo max i don't know if you saw that it's all black and white because i guess snyder said you know when the movie wasn't finished, it was black and white. We hadn't added the color and a lot of the special effects. So a lot of the scenes that leaked were black and white. 
And this is a much darker, much more gritty movie. So he's like, I thought I'd re-release the whole thing in black and white. So you can watch the normal version that you and I watched, or you could choose to watch it all in black and white just to get a different feel. It's the same movie, just in black and white. So they may be picking up some more. The diehard hardcore fans might be going back, diving in, going, let me see what let me see what this feels like. Like you could be getting that black and white version and might be pumping up the numbers a bit. Well, like I said, uh, like we said, uh, definitely gets the Zach's, the the Zebra Soda Juicy Lemons. <laughs> definitely gets the uh, Savage cosine. Yes, the, the, it, this movie gets the 209 cosine. Definitely worth a watch. I was definitely entertained. I was not bored. Um, so much better than the theatrical cut, for sure. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, so uh, if you got HBO Max, definitely check it out. Uh, again, shout out to Roid Rage, Nipsey Truffle, oh you nasty <laughs> Truffle Shuffle, <laughs> Nips, uh, Nipsey we Truffle. Ap- we appreciate your yes. uh, your input and your feedback. In addition, as uh, broke here just recently, uh, Nipsey Truffle had asked for our top ten movie list yes of all time, which is a chore, and uh, we are working on it. Yes, and so that'll be in an upcoming episode. Uh, thank you for the idea. Hundred uh, percent. So here's the here's the thing. As we like to do, we like to include other people on it. Absolutely. So uh, start working on your top ten movie lists. Yes, we'd love to hear them. They'll be wrong, but we want to hear them. <laughs> I think Bill's list is already wrong, and I haven't even heard it yet. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I can see. It's gonna. I can't wait to. I can't wait till we can dig in on each other's lists and talk about the movies. That's going to be an incredible episode. I'm a movie guy, and I know you are too. My DVD collections and Blu-rays are insane, dude. So you sure sound lately? It sounds like you're a TV guy. I, lately, I have been a TV guy, but Bill, you're so episodic. Yes, lately I have been, but leading up to the last two years, I got I got a binder with like three to four hundred DVDs and Blu-rays in it. It's insane, dude. So like to narrow that down to ten, I can tell you right now, my list right now is twelve. Because I just was like, I can't do this. I can't. It's impossible. Like, yes, you can. Yeah, well, we're going yes, to. But I can tell you right now, it's going to be 12, two men coming off the bench for mine. So definitely check out the Zack Snyder's Justice League. Thank Please. you, everybody, it's for worth it. your feedback. Yes. Uh, thank you, HBO Max, for releasing it. Yes. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised and uh, it was good enough that I'm going to rewatch it. So it was very uh, entertaining and it was a good time. Yes, sir. Uh, so we normally have a way we close out. Um, yeah. And uh, that's not going to, we're going to switch it up today. Bill's yeah. got something he something wants to Something a little to, different. To something a little different. So. I didn't want to bring the episode down because, you know, this podcast is very light. We keep it funny. We talk about pop culture and entertainment and music. Despite talking about dark-ass Justice League, I guess. Yeah, the dark Justice League. But we keep everything kind of light. I mean, we're joking about rhinoplasty and, and you know, getting pe- people getting popped in the lips. You know what I mean? Like It's not a joking matter. No. There are side effects, Bill. <laughs> there are people with big noses everywhere that need rhinoplasty. But, you know, I, I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to pay tribute to my uncle, Jerry Bergen, who passed away last week. Uh, an amazing father grandfather, husband, um, musician, very passionate about fly fishing. Uh, I never seen the man have a negative word about anybody. Uh, He was always kind to me, always kind to my kids and my family, always wanted to know what I was doing, what my kids were up to. Just an incredible individual who I was incredibly inspired by. Um, In 1965, he he founded a group called the We Five. Uh, and they had a number four song on the Billboard charts, a song called You Were On My Mind. That was a massive, massive hit in 65. The only reason it didn't get to number one, because that was an incredible time for music. And ahead of them was like the Rolling Stones and all these incredible bands. But they went to number four. He toured. He chased his passions. He was always incredibly, incredibly passionate. He never stopped playing music. Up until the day he passed, he was always involved with music. His children are incredibly involved with music. Uh, like I said, if he wasn't doing that, he was heavily involved in the church and fly fishing and just being a father, a husband, a grandfather, and just what an incredible uncle. I've got amazing memories. One of the big memories I have is after my first wedding, you know, my first wife and I didn't have like a nickel to rub together. We were broke as a fucking joke. Uh, and we had planned to take a our honeymoon at Disneyland, Southern California, not cheap. You and I have discussed that. Uh, my uncle knew that that we were struggling. Like the only way we were going to get to this trip was if people gave us money as wedding gifts. That's how that was going to fund the trip or we weren't going to make it. Um, 
he he had a connection from his music days, somebody that worked at Disneyland. He said, I made a phone call um, and you just need to, you know, be there at this time. My buddy is going to meet you out at the front gates and escort you in and you get one day at Disneyland at the park completely free. This was, you know, 20 years ago, but that was still like $100 for two adult admissions to the park. And when you ain't got two nickels to rub together, when you're, my ex-wife was 18 at the time, I just turned 21, $100 meant the world. Like, and he didn't have to do that. He pulled some strings and made made a phone call to somebody that, you know, pulled a favor for us. And that that was huge. And also at that wedding, they wrote an original song and played music at my wedding that was like, you know, people would pay to have that kind of entertainment. And they played this beautiful song. Just really an incredible, like I said, man, I can't stress enough, an amazing father, husband, grandfather. Uh, he loved the Lord and he loved music and he loved fly fishing and he's going to be incredibly, incredibly missed. I love you, Unc. Um, thank you for, you know, uh, my my love for music comes from that side of the family and my it's in my genes. And I'm just so grateful and thankful to have been able to spend time with him and know him and love him. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, I see you somewhere again, Unc, up in the sky. I know you're having a jam session right now, man. And uh, I love you, man. Nothing but love, Unc. And, uh, and I miss you. I know we all do. You're an incredible man. So I thought we'd end the episode a little bit different today. This is a song that I thought was very fitting that he wrote um, for his 2011 album that is on Spotify. It's my Uncle Jerry Bergen. So we're going to close out the episode with this song. Uh, thank you all. Peace. Freight train, freight train, run so fast. Freight train, freight train, run so fast. Please don't tell what train I'm on. They won't know where I've gone. When I'm dead and I'm in my grave, no more good times. Here I'll crave Just place a stone at my head and my feet Tell them all that I've gone to sleep Freight train, freight train Going so fast Freight train, freight train Going so fast I don't care what train I'm on Just as long as I can